At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. It is hour number three of prime time action as we're back on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Ben Wilson with Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin behind the glass hole crew as well. Isaiah Von Vrinkel, Wyatt Tomchik, Jeremy Wengo, our technical director downstairs, Sean McCollum in the house as well on uh, Audio Engineer. That, uh, that, that, Situation for Kevin Gausman, Matt, that we kind of alluded to. It only given up one walk, nothing else through five innings. That that has ended. Gives up a uh, a base hit to start the bottom of the sixth. So it's, it's our fault. Definitely, yeah, definitely. It's our, our fault. fault. We we, we we jinxed him by not actually mentioning the no hitter. We yes. definitely reverse jinxed it. That's that's how that definitely works. Still one nothing though. Toronto over Tampa in the uh, bottom of the sixth right now. The other interesting scoreline tonight, at least Mariners six now, Yankees three, two run double for. Uh, Carlos Santana. So even though Logan Gilbert has been in and out of in and out of trouble tonight, that game has already gone over. Halfway home there, bottom of the fifth, a six-three for the M's at this point. We have a a four spot in the top of the third for the Orioles, and it is Ooh. not by the by the bat of Mount Castle, oh. unfortunately. No Mount <laughs> uh, I know. A, a three-run shot by Jorge Mateo, actually. Um in the uh hitting out of the nine hole there for them, just his just his ninth home run of the year, but that is a uh, followed up by a double by Cedric Mullins and then an RBI single by Adley Rutschman. So we're looking at a four nothing lead there for this Orioles team. That, by the way, is fifty two and fifty one, yeah, and is scrappy and trying. And they just to traded do, away yeah. two of their best assets, yeah. and they're still going to keep winning games. I I think it was very interesting. I don't know exactly what they were doing today. That was the other that was the other team I was going to ask Adam about. Had we yeah. had a little bit more time was kind of like, "Hey, look, you're you're in the driver's seat to make a playoff spot here. What were you why were you trading away your all-star closer? Why were you you know, what was the thinking here with all this? But you know, maybe they just look at it and say, "Okay, we're 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 running pretty hot right now, but if we're being realistic, we're mm-hmm. we're we're at least a, a year or two away." So Let's not let's not get out over our skis here. Let's maybe get something in return for some. It's and, fair and we to look build, at it that yeah, way. And, and yeah, and then we build. You know, we build for a couple of years away. Because I mean, you know, I think if you if you ask them, could you really compete with the Yankees in a series? Could you really compete with? I mean, even the what the Blue Jays. The I mean, any of these teams that are ahead of them yeah. could. They would probably say, yeah, probably not. Blue Jays, Rays, Mariners all appear to be of a different ilk than yeah. the Orioles. Like, could you end up? Passing the Guardians, sure. Could you right. hold off Boston, who seems to be falling apart at the seams? Yeah, I could easily see that. But the reality is, it seem, it probably appears as though their ceiling is 
that fourth place finish in the wild card where you end up maybe a game or two out. You at least push Seattle or Tampa or mm-hmm. Toronto or whoever the whole way, and it all comes up. I'll short. tell you, though, if you're an Orioles fan, a lot of young talent on this team. It's an exciting I was going to say, time, Matt, man. come on. This is Listen. We had a fan of this show send us a signed Ryan Mountcastle card. And true. you're you're gonna talk to Wait, this kind happened? of blasphemy? I didn't, I didn't know that. You yes. had a sign Ryan Mouth yes. yes. card? Yes. When did that happen? Yeah. I don't, a couple months ago. A couple months ago. Because we're just big Mount Ryan Mouth. Was Mountcastle that the day fans. you had me go to the business center to pick up yes. mail? And that yes. that's oh, what yeah, I, that's exactly oh, what, that's that what that was. That's exactly oh, that what was, that was, was actually. That was a lot of fun. Oh, Neil Cruz. Oh, Neil Cruz. Solo, solo Homer for Pittsburgh. Of course, I benched him in fantasy tonight. So I was like, Corbin Burns, I don't want him dragging down my ERA. And he just hit a three-run bomb, I believe, to tie the game at three. But, I mean, you look at Adley Rutschman. I wow. mean, this, this was a guy who was a super, super high prospect for the Orioles as it was anyway, right? I mean, this is yeah. this is a guy that was talked about as literally talked about as the perfect catching prospect in you know in the last decade the or something. next Buster Posey with more upside, yeah, essentially. Came, how came in, struggled out of the gate, as most rookies do. Now you look up. He's hitting 254. He's got a 348 OBP. I mean, this he's getting on base. He's drawing walks. He's doing what you're looking for out of a out of a rookie here. So I mean, I, again, this Orioles squad is not going to be this year, but I might be looking at them as a yes on to make the playoffs next year mm-hmm. or something like that as a team to where keep an eye on because they're gonna they're gonna call up some of these guys like. They have a really good farm system as well. So they're going to call up some of these guys as well. Like as the season wears down, they're going to get them a little bit of experience so that they can come in and maybe play next year as well. So I'm I'm, I'm pretty high on this Orioles squad. I forward. would be too. They're going to be the first team to cash mm-hmm. an overwin total of, of any team. Oh, is that a three-run yes, bomb? Yes, three-run. I, I mistakenly said solo shot. Three-run homer. I can't believe I benched O'Neill Cruz in fantasy. Oh, I don't know what I was. Three-run bomb. Three, for three Cruz. hits it off. Corbin Burns to dead center, slightly, slightly left center there at uh, PNC Park. Three-three game between the Brewers and the Pirates. Uh, still to come this hour, we will have Steve Najad coming up in about ten minutes, giving his thoughts on the uh, final tournament before the FedEx Cup playoffs begin here on the PGA side of things. We're also going to start with our nightly breakdowns here, Matt, of different conferences in college football. We start tonight with a look at the ACC, and this is a very interesting league here because you have the Clemson Tigers coming off a look a year where for them was a disaster and they won 10 games but it was a complete failure in every sense of the word where DG Uyunglele was very very poor after one of the preseason favorites to be a Heisman Trophy candidate they go 10 and 10 and 3 6 and 2 in the ACC lose their defensive coordinator Brent Venables uh, he he heads to Oklahoma to take over there now, pretty significant favorite still, minus 120 to win the conference, high win total of 10.5 with the, the under-juiced, albeit at minus 130. It's hard to really know what to make of this Clemson team, though, with, with Dabo back as head coach, but without his top guy as a DC and Brent Venables. And what will we get out of DJ Uyunglele? We, we've seen in the Heisman Trophy market, Cade Klubnik has now popped up. And he was, uh, Matt, he wasn't even offered a few weeks ago. He, I saw him in some shops. He's been bet down to 35-1 to 1, along with Uyunglele. So the thought is... They, they are pretty much 50-50 in that preseason battle. True freshman coming in Klubnik. So it's hard to know what to make of a team that, like, I don't know how you just automatically pencil them back to being the dominant Clemson team that they were. When you think about how much of that was orchestrated by a DC and Brent mm-hmm. Venables, who's now gone. And as a result here, it's not like I'm running to the window to bet either them to win the ACC or looking at the win total. Miami's really the only other team, though, that would intrigue me from an actual winning the conference standpoint. Yeah, I mean the win total there for Clemson sitting at ten and a half is fairly interesting. I mean if you look at our if you look at our betting guide, Beeson.com slash subscribe, go do it now. Right now. Right this second. Um we haven't projected eleven point two wins. Um which obviously you know you only play twelve games, so that means we kind of have them projected to go undefeated in in this uh in this coming season. If you look over at football outsiders as well they have them as at least a 71% favorite in every game that they play throughout the course of the season. The only game that gets down to that 71%, they go at Florida State on October the 15th, so that being a road game. There's also an at Wake Forest where it does have them kind of down into the 70s as well as far as win percentage, but a lot of these home games are are well up into the, the 90%. The only game where it is it is on their schedule that is of question is that at Notre Dame November the 5th and that's kind of the game that they do have as as a as a toss up basically you know a little bit mm-hmm. over kind of like 50-50 so do you believe that they win 
do you believe that they win that game? I mean, here's the thing. With a 12-game schedule, though, Ben, I mean, they could lose that game at Notre Dame and still hit 11. I mean, right? I mean, like, mm-hmm. they could still hit 11-1. and one. Do we feel like that Miami's really going to take that step that people are talking about here? Is that the team that could knock them off? I mean, where's the other loss, I guess, on the schedule? If you Let's just assume, which it's certainly not a, a given that they're going to lose to Notre Dame, but we'll just say, on the road, Notre Dame, that's right. the loss. Where's the second loss? Why are we not betting the the over ten and a half? And and that's the thing because this is as much as you want to say, okay, Clemson, like, can we really automatically just put them back atop the as a peak ACC team? No, but then you look at the schedule, and this is a a conference that has been very very down now for yes. some time. The only they one they don't that recruit. I, would, I mean, like outside yeah. of Clemson, this conference it's, just doesn't don't. recruit. Yeah, it just Wake, doesn't recruit. Wake Forest is the team I'm really intrigued by. It's one. They're a team that's like. You score 48, we'll score 51. That's kind of their 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 thought mm-hmm. process and their general mentality. And with a, a quarterback in Sam Hartman who might throw for like 80 touchdowns this year, I mean, it's a, it's nuts. The guy just puts up video game numbers. But uh, that's the that's the one matchup where I don't think Wake Forest will be scared of that defense. Again, you get him at home. That's the conference opener as well. Uh, for uh, if if you look at uh, this this Clemson schedule that they've got after at Georgia Tech, home Furman, home uh, Louisiana Tech. So actually, it is not uh, at Georgia Tech. That is at uh, in Atlanta, their the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So that's the one interesting spot where we've seen the. I mean, the biggest issue for Clemson last year was the offense, yep. and that's kind of where I'll, I'll be very interested to see where this quarterback battle goes, because Uwe Ungalale was kind of a, a more of a plodding, slower guy. Was not that eff- effective throwing the football. So if you're going up against a team in Wake Forest, who uh, all, by all under Dave Clawson, now back for his ninth year, finished his last year you know, 14th in the overall coaches poll. Just put up numbers in, I mean, in in absolute bunches. I mean, their only losses was 58-55 to North Carolina. Yeah. I mean, they lost at Clemson last year, so you, you can you can consider that lost 48-27. That was though in uh, at uh, at Clemson there a season ago. That's the one team. I, I don't think they are afraid of Clemson. Could certainly outscore them. And that's the one I would look at. So yeah, I kind of feel like under it, it's not a it's not heavily juiced, right? It's only no, minus one thirty on the under. I mean, you're talking about a, a really tough road game at Notre Dame, and then a a team. I don't think you and I both from from what I'm gathering from what you're saying, and, and even from what we're seeing from from our experts and the betting guide and things like that, that that we're overly confident that they're going to be exponentially better right. than than they were last year. I mean, better for sure, but not exponentially better. So. If you're talking about, hey, I need him to lose two games for me to cash an under ticket, I think that is kind of the the heavy lean for me there. That would be the same for me as yeah. well. And you look at Miami and Tyler Van Dyke, who is a really, really solid quarterback. You can't take anything away from him and the talent he possesses. It's just, and we've seen what Mario Cristobal mm-hmm. has been able to do in the past, at, at, especially at Oregon. It's it, it's the same thing. At the same time, though, it's a guy going into a brand new conference, cross country. How quickly can he get the recruits there? Uh, with brand new OCs and and DCs, Charlie Strong is now is now there as the co-defensive coordinator as well. So with the whole new regime change as well, they had some solid transfers coming in, but it's not by any means just a, an absolute uh, huge haul that they got in there from uh, Eugene. Oh, another home run. Anthony, Anthony Rizzo. Remember last time he was up, I said, yeah, and he here goes Anthony Rizzo. Rizzo. Home run. Yeah. Six, four Mariners yeah. down bottom of the six. We're going to be <laughs> hanging on for dear life there. Uh, so with, with Miami, it's I, they should be the second favorite again, given the weakest of conference. It's not enough, even at the five plus 550 range for me, it's not enough no. for me to take a flyer. I'd probably only be looking at win total. I was going to say, if you're conference. bullish on Miami, I think it's the over the eight and a half. And if outside of the game, yeah, the yeah. game at Texas A&M is the real mm-hmm. tough one. Outside of that, pretty pretty soft schedule the rest of the way. This is not a conference that that inspires a whole lot of confidence, though, in general. Um, That's college football for now. We'll talk some golf, maybe some NFL with C and Ajad on the other side here on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. 
I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The VEASAN College Football Guide is out now. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of all 131 teams, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus our best season win total bets, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff predictions. The only way to get access to this year's football betting guide is to become a VEASAN All-Access subscriber. Sign up early, and for a discount of $175, you'll receive the college and pro football betting guides, along with full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Well, we talked about, Matt, the uh, the near FOMO on not betting the Mariners. Yeah. Um, well, we're glad we did. Yeah. And, of course, we both put yeah. Logan Gilbert into our fantasy lineups tonight. Gives up uh, a couple of homers. Anthony Rizzo solo shot. Two-run bomb to Josh Donaldson. It is 6-6. Four walks and one strikeout is not a good. And, yeah, yeah, not going to get it done. Seven hits. Often. It's only, yeah. 80, only 85 pitches, too. Yeah. But 6-6 uh, six, six game. Nobody on bottom of the six there. Mariners and Yankees. And then the Brewers have just completely... Uh, imploded here. Four spot in the bottom of the six for Pittsburgh, and they just got a fifth on a wild pitch by Brad Boxberger. So Corbin Burns, who had a three-run lead, gives up a three-run homer to O'Neill Cruz and is just disintegrated. 5-3 Pirates bottom of the sixth, and it's going from bad to worse in the first leg of your parlay there, Matt. 5-1 yeah, Nationals. Another dead. another no-name hitting a home run yes. off of Mets no-name. That one's dead. That one's <laughs> dead. I think stupid <laughs> mustache face got pulled up. Stupid, stupid mustache face. Yes, we can confirm is out of the game. Yeah. He, he, so um, it wasn't stupid, him that gave up the, the. It wasn't him that gave up this last home run. But no, it is now stupid high sock guy yeah. who is in for uh, for the Mets would be the next oh. the next pitcher as well. All right, we, we need we need something to cheer us up. Let's let's bring in C to Jod. I'm going to talk some PGA with the uh, the Wyndham Championship here, final tournament before the FedEx Cup playoffs get underway. Also want to talk a little NFL here with you, Sia. Great to see you as always here at C to Jod on the tweets um, as far as the AFC North now post Deshaun Watson I know you've been digging in on this as well here six game suspension here for Deshaun how do you see this division in general playing out now that we have some concrete info on the actual timeline here for Watson in Cleveland yeah uh, by the way stupid mustache face uh, I, I absolutely love that and for the record I love betting the Yankees live when they're down early it is just it's been kind of automatic it's a Kelly Bidlin staple with the books that give you give you runs, you know, sometimes you, you can just bet the money line there, but you get plus three and a half, plus two and a half when they're down early. It is just money in the bank. I actually did that with the Padres earlier. They were down three nothing. Colorado had a man on base with, I think, nobody out. And I got the Padres at plus three and a half at, the, at I think, like minus 119 or minus 120. They ended up Look winning that, that game 13 wow. to five. Nice. So anyway, live betting baseball is just a gift. I absolutely love it. As far as uh, the NFL and the AFC North in particular, I still like the Ravens. I, I mean, I, you know, I think... We're still not sure if Deshaun Watson's actually going to be suspended for six games, obviously. I mean, you know, there's an appeal process. That whole kind of system is weird in the sense that now you've you've kind of collectively bargained this arbiter 
And now she has made a ruling. And then if you appeal that, then, OK, what, what's really the point of the arbiter in the first place? So there's a lot of different dynamics going on there. I don't know if he'll be suspended for further games. I think it's certainly a 50-50 shot that it might be more. But if it's only six, looking at these odds, I think the Browns are great. I think the Browns might even be better than the Bengals. But I don't think any of these teams are better than the Ravens. I love the Ravens this year for, for a variety of reasons, including the fact that they're going to be healthy, not just on the offensive side of the ball. The offensive line will be healthier, will be well, sturdier, if you will. Lamar Jackson presumably is healthy going into the season. J.K. Dobbins is likely healthy. But don't forget their secondary was really banged up last year. And they, they've, they've added some pieces. They've gotten healthier there, too. So this is the Ravens of old with a really good defense and a really good run game headed by Lamar Jackson. They are going to punch teams in the mouth for uh, lack of a better cliche. And, and I just really think they're going to run the show in the AFC North. Are we not worried at all about when they do have to pass the ball? I mean, that is kind of the one glaring thing here when you take a look at their depth chart at the receiver position. I mean, I do understand Rashad Bateman could take a step here in year two. You're looking at the ancillary parts, though. I mean, Devin DuVernay, James Prosh. I mean, like it's not nothing that really kind of gets you super excited. Mark Andrews might be actually the de facto wide receiver one, even though he plays tight end. So is, you know, I've always said Ravens, awesome front runners. When they get behind, that's when I start worrying about this team, because I don't know what they're going to be able to do whenever they can't run the ball and they need to throw down after down after down. Does that worry you at all? Or do you think, or do you see kind of some big steps forward here from, from Bateman, from DuVernay, et cetera? How dare you sully the good name of Devin Duvernay and James Prochet, <laughs> first of all? Well, yeah, of course I worry about that. But then the, the, I guess the next question, my question for you would be, how many times are they going to be playing comeback ball? How many times are they going to be down having to pass down double digits? Yeah, I mean, this is a team that even in a negative game script is likely going to be running the ball until they absolutely have to pass. So I, I don't I mean, obviously, I think it would be preferable for them to have a prime time receiver, like, you know, a, a real deal top five receiver. But I just think it's going to be a lot of running a lot of two tight end sets, uh, a, a lot of big personnel. And yeah, when they're down, they, they will have to lean on Mark Andrews. They'll have to lean on L Lamar Jackson's scrambling ability, getting outside the pocket. I don't think Bateman is the receiver that some people think he is, at least not yet. So yeah, that's a worry for me. But to be honest, that's more of a worry for me in the playoffs because I think that's where they're going to find some pushback and being down. I mean, as far as the regular season, I think they're going to be finding themselves in more positive game scripts than negative game scripts. And, 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 and I say that even knowing that in their division, they've got two really, really good teams in that division. Yeah, a whole lot of Mark Andrews, you would think, uh, this year in Baltimore. Can see in Ajad joining us right now. See his work at Wind Daily Sports, PGA analyst, their coast of the First Cut podcast. And as we turn our attention out of the Wyndham Championship, we're seeing Will Zalator, Shane Lowry, really the co-favorites right now at DraftKings 12-1. to 1. As we break this, this overall card down, see where did you begin with some of your criteria, the things you're looking at for the, uh, the Wyndham this week? Final tournament here before the FedEx Cup playoffs begin in earnest next week. Yeah, so a couple things here. You, you guys know from me being on here previously, I don't like to take the short guys. What I, what I like to do is is I hope that they stumble on Thursday so that I can catch, let's say, a Billy Horschel at twenty-five to one or a Sung JM at twenty-two to one, rather than the number that 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 we see here. I mean, of these guys at the top, I think my favorite is probably Sung JM and Billy Horschel. I think. Billy doesn't seem like a great course fit here, but he really is. He's been peppering fairways. That's something I'm looking for. I'm looking for a good approach game, and I'm looking for somebody who can be hot with the putter. With all that said, course history plays into, into this as well, and Billy Horschel has really great course history. I just can't take a 14-1 to 1 number. I, you showed Adam Scott at 25-1. to 1. I'll tell you that there are sites that have Adam Scott at 40-1. to 1. That's where I got him. So, I, I mean, I, I think – if you got Adam Scott at 35 to one, I think that's acceptable. But at 25 to one, I don't know that I'd be super interested there. But if we go to the longer shots, no pun intended, Adam Long at 60 to one, I kind of like Adam Spenson at 70 to one. He rates out really, really well in my model. I'm not worried about what he did last week, his underwhelming performance. And then I have a couple extreme long shots. Uh, Michael Thompson has a very good course history here. And by the way, his recent form is actually picking up a bit. And because this isn't a long course, it does cater to the Michael Thompsons of the world. He's 125 to one. And then Chesson Hadley at 151. Hadley has been really coming on strong. He's been hot with the putter. He's been hot with the approach game. And he's been climbing up the FedEx Cup standings. He did the same thing last year around this time where he got himself inside the 120 and I, he's, I suspect he's going to be doing that again uh, this week. So at 150 to 1, I'm willing to take that shot. With the way that Sedgefield kind of lines up, what type of golfer were you looking at when you were kind of whittling down your player pool here? 
So, I mean, everybody's in play. I mean, you know, the bombers are likely to be clubbing down a little bit. So I'm not necessarily like looking down on them, but I'm really looking for the boring golfer. You know, I'm really looking for the guy that just hits it kind of short, like your Kevin Kisner's of the world, who's done really well here. Your Webb Simpson's of the world, who have done really well here. I'm looking for guys who are just going to lazily put it in the fairway and have a, enough of an approach game and enough of a hot putter to to have a couple of good rounds in a row and maybe just you know, lap the field a little bit. So I'm looking for good approach um, mostly, but I'm really looking at driving accuracy too. And I'm I'm putting a more of an emphasis on the putter than I normally do. Mm-hmm. It's, well, it's funny too, you mentioned that though, and you've been very, very good with the first round leader bets. Uh, this year, We've got, it's been our running joke. You've cashed so many of those this year. Obviously that is naturally though a market where you're looking at high variance and guys who have the, the ability to go low. So how did you balance that this week against what you just talked about for your full tournament strategy? Absolutely. So a lot of there is a lot of crossover with with the outrights, but yeah, I, I see a lot of value in some of these guys. So I I picked four AM guys and two PM guys. I don't think there's going to be much of an advantage, but obviously the lean is always to AM guys. Uh, I got JT Poston at forty five to one, Keith Mitchell at forty five to one, Scott Stallings at sixty five to one, Mark Hubbard at sixty five to one, and then as we go kind of longer, Adam Svensson at seventy, Cheston Hadley at one hundred and ten. That's six guys, so I know that's kind of a lot, but you know those top five I think are are very much in play. These are guys that can get really hot and who, oh by the way, have been really hot lately. So it, do I expect Scott Stallings to win the tournament or Mark Hubbard? Probably not, but it's 65 to one to have a really hot first round. I've seen them do it and I've seen them do it recently. So I think that's really good value in the number. I know you've got uh, those th- three, those three guys you mentioned, Stallings, Hubbard, Svensson, all top 40 as well. It's slight, slight uh, plus money. And then a couple of matchups, Svensson and uh, Poston, you're taking a look at those are your two matchup plays. Yeah, so top 40, I like Stallings, Hubbard, Spenson, both at, all three at plus numbers. And then, yeah, Spenson over C.T. Pan. C.T. Pan's just been very erratic lately. Spenson's dialed in even with the putter. And Poston over Riley. Riley's also been kind of erratic lately, and I don't think it's as good of a course fit for Riley as it is J.T. Poston. So give me Poston over Riley, Spenson over C.T. Pan. Beautiful. See you in a John. Always great to have you on, uh, good sir. And as we get closer to NFL season, more and more uh, chatter with you uh, on that. Best of luck with the plays, and we'll be talking to you again soon. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. All right. Man, Brewers are now, uh, they're, they're threatening here, Matt Brown. Just get me out of here. Matt Brown's very upset. This, this, this Nationals. night. They had like 80 cents of closing line value. I mean, I mean that, that thing closed nearly $4, uh, know, and it's, yeah. it's Hit been the ugly. CLV store. Yep. Hit the CLV store on the way out. You know what, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get a souvenir T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We're going to preview the game still to come. Trio of games on the nightcap when we return right here on Primetime Action. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 and over only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsible. I wonder how many many people have been born in a ballpark. Yeah. You know, it's a good, Adam. Did you know like that Adam, one? I don't know why your mom that pregnant was at the ballpark in the first place. <laughs> right, right. But, but you know, people do things. Okay, that they well, shouldn't I got do a, sometimes. I got a follow up question because I think it's a good question. But yeah. follow, are we talking pro, like professional ballpark or any ballpark? Oh, because there's probably been a lot of bursts. Yeah, like not like a, a little league ballpark or whatever. Yeah, because, I bet yeah, you've been no. some bursts, Middle America there. Yeah, no, know. no, no. We're talking like it's got to be a a big time. Big time ballpark. Mariners, home run. Mariners. Some guy, solo shot. <laughs> Top of the seventh. The normal Kelly Bidlin play by some, ga- some, some guy. No mustache. Some guy with a drive yes. to drive. To Roughly five foot six. Sam Haggerty, I believe that yeah, is. Yeah, it is. Seven, Look at seven, that. Six sol- yeah. seven, six, top of the seventh solo shot for Sam Haggerty. I was going to say, Adam Burke was, mar- was married at uh, Progressive Field in Cleveland. He got his wedding he had at a ballpark. But married in a ballpark. He was married in a ballpark. Well, the, Fun that's, fact. that's the next. That's the that's next. The next that's, that's the next, next promo. It's like married in a ballpark married challenge. In, married in a ballpark challenge. <laughs> Join the married in a ballpark challenge. Presented by uh, Blue Moon. He said there it was know. a great experience. It was married in a ballpark. So good. If for you him. were born in a ballpark, tweet me. 
Yeah. I would like to know. <laughs> yeah, I would like to know that too. Where yeah. and how this all came about. Wait, wait. Also, now I've got more questions for Adam Burke's one. Does that mean he also did like the Jumbotron proposal? So like you proposed in a ballpark, then you got married in a ballpark. Oh, the Jumbotron proposals are really dicey. Oh, because yeah. what if you get turned down? If you it's get like, turned down, that's a bad it's look. It's 50-50. They are real dicey. You know, I would I wouldn't I wouldn't roll that dice. I would not go that. Yeah, way. but it does like that. it improves your odds, right? Cuz she's thinking the same thing. Like I'm on TV in front of hundreds of thousands, millions I, of people. I always possibly. wonder with those when you see the woman like start crying and run off like why wouldn't you just say like just go along with it? Right, that's yes, what I'm saying. Not yeah. make it I mean, I'm obviously I'm like the least confrontational person ever and I'm all about like not making it awkward. So I'd probably just be like, yeah, of course. Honey, and then as soon as you leave, it's like, yeah, we're about that. No, I would assume that that's that. I'm with you, Ben. That's what should happen every single time. Any public proposal, though, I got to admit, I'm always rooting for, for the, the person no. to get yes. turned down. Yeah, yeah like, I'm always <laughs> rooting. No for I'm always rooting right, for the person to get turned down. I'm like, what are you doing with this public proposal thing? Also, like, like, who are you trying to impress? No one's impressed by your public proposal. Do it in the privacy of your own home, or yeah. it's something special or whatever, something like that. But like, you don't need to. Call the Zamboni driver like early or whatever, and then have him stop in the middle of the thing and be like, "Oh, something's going on up there." And next thing you know, he's like proposing. Like, no, I want to know on that. I want the no every. I time. want the no. Also, I want it's the like no. every married person I've ever talked to has said, like, when you do when you propose, like you know, you already know ahead of time. Like, you don't propose if you don't know. So, how is it that so many of the ones in sporting venues are, d- are of the dicey variety? Is there a correlation there? Because yeah, because it's what I said. The, the guy thinks there's a better chance she's gonna say yes. So like you're talking about the guy ben. on the edge. Yeah, right. because okay. she's put in a very public forum. Mm-hmm. So he's she like, didn't well, want to get booed. What's that? She didn't want to get yeah. booed. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because she says no, they're gonna boo her. So the guy's like, maybe it's 50-50, but my odds are increased if I do this in a that, very public setting. That seems like a great way to start a marriage. It's just like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it <laughs> Force so you awkward. Into marriage. She can't say no, <laughs> yeah. and now I'm good. Like, I, how boo does, how every time, I boo every time no matter what because I'm booing the guy for doing it or I'm booing the person for saying no. I just boo the whole time. <laughs> no one ever gets cheers from me on these public proposals. During, the, during my two-hour layover in Salt Lake City on my way back here from Montana, great airport. Hanging out in the in the in a bar there or airport bar of course, course. and uh, I had uh, a lady approach me and ask uh, ask the entire bar if they could sing Happy Birthday for her like seven year old child that was there in the bar and I thought it was a little odd that the child was in the bar at that mm-hmm. time and then there was like sixty people that broke out in Happy Birthday so it was actually kind of cool but at first I was like what are we doing here? including you of course you sang of course good job uh, yeah Kelly was. Leading the charge there. Yeah, I have, I have a you know, great you know, you, you know who's going to do a public proposal? I, yeah. Stupid mustache face, for sure. <laughs> I knew you were knew you were going. So I'm a hundred percent. I'm glad you looked hundred percent positive he's going. Uh, you know, do it. while we were yes complaining about the uh, yes Washington up five one on the Mets in the bottom of the eighth. The the red starter tonight, uh, Graham Ashcraft. Goes eight and a third, five hits, they one. Tried to get him a complete game. He was two outs away <laughs> from becoming the first Reds rookie to throw a complete game since July sixteenth, two thousand one, with Lance. Somebody named Lance Davis did it against Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, Reds do hang on though for a two-one win over the Marlins. I love that. It's like okay, we're not playing for anything. We're just going to let you throw a kajillion pitches. You know, I only threw 107, so really, really uh, efficient. But that is the one game that has gone final since since we've been on the air. Uh, the game's about to start. This was uh, in in uh, Anaheim here. It was supposed to be Noah Syndergaard, Matt, but he gets mm-hmm. traded to Philadelphia. So it's Jose Suarez. He and his sparkling 501 ERA take them out in a few minutes against Cole Irvin and the A's. A couple of lefties on the bump. Minus 125 for the Angels at the DraftKings. So they've seen a little bit of money. Not sure why. Or how you would feel conviction either way in betting this, I don't know. Total of eight that uh, or seven and a half in some spots juiced heavily over. Seems about fair. Interesting one is Tyler Anderson goes for the Dodgers. He and his eleven and one record in San Francisco against Alex Wood, fellow lefty. This one starts in ten minutes. Seeing that one minus the one fifty five in the Dodgers at DraftKings seven and a half total juiced a little over. And look on on the one hand, it's it's rare that you see the Dodgers this cheaply priced. They have been absolutely owning the Giants. They Won four games set out of the All-Star break. Beat up on them last night. You kind of have the feeling, too, like this is a Giants team that is, could, could very easily just go on a complete tailspin. They, now they could, we've seen they've had back, a backbone in the past. They could also make a rally. but feels They like chose a pretty, not to be big sellers. I yeah, mean, they, exactly. like, Rodon they, was, like, mentioned by Rodon several different teams. Yeah, yeah. Like, they chose not to be big sellers. I mean, they got rid of Darren Ruff, who was just a DH for him anyway, not that big of a deal. So, um, they I will mean, play out the string, it seems. Yeah, it seems like they're at least going to to see if they can back into the playoffs. I think it's a long shot. But I would, I yeah. would too. 
And when you have as many games as you, you do against the, uh, against the Dodgers, still, including tonight, nine games left against the Dodgers, nine games left against the Padres, which makes it tough for, for the Giants. But if you look at, like, Alex Wood has really been one of, you know, one of the only guys, Matt, you can, you know, you can probably rely on if you're, uh, if, if you're San Francisco so far. And you look at the numbers for, uh, for Wood this year, 4'11 ERA, but he has been un- unlucky. I mean, a 3.24 on the expected fielding independent pitching. Pretty high bat pip of both over 300 on his batting average on balls in play. But it, as we talk about all the time, do you expect positive regression to automatically come when you're facing the Dodgers, a lineup that is pretty, pretty good in, in general? That's the big question tonight. Blue Jays 57 and 45 going up a pretty pretty important game here against the Tampa Bay Rays. Yep. They are in the top of the ninth. One nothing. Kevin Galsman, eight innings. One hit, one walk, 10 Ks, but 103 pitches. So his night is probably done. It's probably mm. going to be Romano coming in and seeing if he can uh, seeing if he can close this thing down. And um, but again, a, a monster performance out of him, and then not probably not going to need the monster performance out of Spencer Strider there, the rookie for the Braves. Five and two thirds uh, for him right now. 11 Ks. In this one versus the Phillies. That game got out of hand in a hurry. Yeah, that game got out of hand Nine really, one. really quickly. Yeah. And again, like, you know, I can't imagine they're going to stress him too much here. He's going to end this with about – he's going to end this inning with about 90 pitches, so probably done for him. But that will be six innings, two hits, one walk, and 11 Ks unless he does get this final out via the strikeout as well. So, you know, this Braves team, again, we, we talk about the couple of moves that they made – we talk about kind of where they're sitting as they enter the playoffs. Like we we talk about the Padres and we talk about the Dodgers and we talk about the Yankees. And we talk about we and we, we kind of quietly just look over this Braves team and it's it's a it's a really really good squad, sixty two and forty one, nine one, bottom yeah. of six. And also too, you talk about these NL teams. Brewers had the bases loaded, one out in the top of the seventh, get nothing. Mm-hmm. So this would be a pretty bad loss when you're up three nothing against Pittsburgh with Corbin Burns on the mound, now down five three, bottom seven. And the Brewers, I'm seeing it uh, at least one shop in town, four to one on the in-game price. And then the last game of the night, it's Jose Urania for the Rockies. This is the second game of a doubleheader. 13-5, San Diego took game number one there at Petco Park. It'll be an opener for San Diego Reese Nair, who makes his first. Uh, it is his first start of the year. Made five spot starts last year for the San Diego Padres. Has only thrown eight in the third innings this year across three appearances out of the pen. Seeing them at a uh, dollar seventy-five behind us at the South Point, and uh, no number still. I'm seeing it uh, at at uh, draft. Kings, but rest of country mostly in that minus one eighty five to one ninety range there. So yeah, I don't no, no opinion on this one for me. Of course, I I don't typically get in the habit of playing a bunch of like one seventy five favorites. It's, yeah. it, of course, will be Padres or pass, but I'm I'm I'll just uh, I'll well, just we, watch when, that. When you were last time, Jose Arena had a start. We had the epic yes, we had the epic Vison host lean and not bet it. Where I was like, you know what, Dodgers team total <sighs> first five seems really logical over three and a half at Coors. They had 11 runs in the first five. I, of course, I didn't bet it yes. against Urania, who completely fell back to earth. Talk about a guy with a lot of regression, uh, regressionary marks there. So, I don't know, maybe you go with an with an eight and a half if you're looking to play this thing a full game. Padres coming off a 13 spot in game one, to a game that had 18 of the total uh, in game number one of that doubleheader. Now, still to come, we will discuss our just our final thoughts on the MLB trade deadline. Look at some of the updated odds now as we look at where things stand coming out of that trade deadline today with all the moves now essentially being announced. I also see a little bit of uh, a little bit of movement here on the the old Hall of Fame game, which we got preseason, oh. Matt, in 448 right. hours. I'm Let's in. Talk about that. A little NFL stuff Let's to close the it. show. I know Matt has been waiting to do yeah. this for three hours, so of course we're going to have to hit that uh, on, on the other side when we return here on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. 
I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are back for the final time on Prime Time Action. Last segment for us before we kick it on over to the nightcap from our Circus Sportsbook studio. One follow-up to our conversation we were having, guys, last segment. Uh, somebody uh, at Barranco Scott says start a, we should start a poll of proposals at the ballpark where the girl said yes but changed her mind after the cameras were off. Mm. So oh, what you're asking, so, yeah. Yeah, so it's a poll of like yeah, how many. Yeah, because like you're saying. Yeah. She feels the pressure. Pressure to say yes. So she says yes, and then, And yeah. then you get home, and you're like, honey, what have I done? I've made also, a horrible mistake. Subset. <laughs> I'm about to marry a guy who proposed to me at a ballpark. <laughs> like, what am I doing? Yeah. This is the worst idea ever. Subset of that is what percentage immediately changed their mind as soon as they left versus what percentage, changed, like, axed it at some point before the wedding from from engagement to yes. wedding, where they were just like, oh, you got to do it immediately. thought about it. Well, maybe that was the, the p- first part of it, and then they thought about it more. And then eventually they were like, "Yeah, we're, I'm out." Maybe you suffer through the car ride home, but then you got to You got to bring it up right as soon as you get home. She's texting like her best friend. Yeah, what do right I do here? Yeah, like here. after she said yes, she's like, "Oh my god!" Can you I imagine? Just said like yes, like I didn't have a choice. The yeah. camera was on me. There's like unless you unless you're like at an A's game and then you can say no because there's like 15 <laughs> people there. Like, so you know, there's like, 17 cats. You watching feel no you? pressure yeah. whatsoever. Like, yeah. like, like, don't do it, guys. If this is your strike, don't do it at an A's game because, like, she'll say We're, no. There's like, there's like, there's like 18 people there to heckle her. She'll be like, I don't care. I'll never see any people ever. 28 again. feral cats will be laughing yeah, yeah. at you. There'll Ross, be more cats Stewart. that are disappointed than fans Running in the stands. The aisles. Yes. Yeah. So don't uh, don't do it at an A's game, but like any other game, that's when you might can pressure. Like you, you know, I just oh, you man. picture it like you go. You're on the subway after like a game at Yankee Stadium. It's just packed with people, and it's like, all right. We'll, just, we'll hold off on the conversation until we get to uh, to follow up before the break. Spencer Strider did in fact strike out that last guy. So six innings, yes. twelve Ks for him. You got to imagine he's done because it's ninety-one pitches and they're up nine to one against the I Phillies. Would, so, I would think uh, so again, that it, we we talk about these one-two threes. Once you get to the playoffs, Braves one-two-three, and I understand Strider's a rookie, and it's Ooh. very hard to like feel super confident about a rookie when it comes playoff time, but Freed Morton Strider, that is pretty yeah. interesting. That and is you, pretty like interesting. You bring in Rysel Iglesias mm-hmm. as well from the Angels to try and bolster the back end of your bullpen, give it a Kenley Jansen, Rysel Iglesias combo mm-hmm. of some sorts. And so as you look at how these odds now have transitioned a little bit post-trade deadline, and I, I t- told uh, told Kelly this earlier, to me, I mean, the, the Padres and Braves, pretty comparable 
overall rosters now when you look at them, and everybody's going to make the big deal out of the, like the Soto, the Hater signings. We all know the Padres are swinging for the fences. But let's not forget, this is a Braves team that started off really slowly this year, defending World Series champions. They've got the infrastructure. They've got a, a legit MVP candidate that nobody wants to give any credit to in Austin Riley. The guy just mashes. Really dangerous. And he's uh, rich guy. now, too. And, and, well, and that, that part, part of it. <laughs> that helps. As well. Ronald Acuna Jr., you have him healthy now in the lineup. So at, at five to one now, like the Padres and Braves being in the same spot to me feels fair. It's just you have to give the, the Braves probably like Padres maybe a slight edge because of the overall nature of having Soto now in that lineup and Hader as a back end closer. But the fact that the Braves will have a schedule advantage, a leg up where you're going to have likely home field in that wild card, and you're still put. I mean, there's still a case where the the Braves win that division, chase down the Mets. It's been very tight throughout. Uh, you look at the remaining schedule. The Atlanta still has 12 games left against the Mets. So. I mean, that's a division that could really go either way. That is the one team we're coming out of this uh, trade deadline, and it's, it's one of those where you've, you've, we've kind of felt like Atlanta's figured it out for some time, Matt. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of at what point is there a buy price that would make a lot of sense. Uh, so even though Atlanta did not make my, my list of the five, you know, my, my five power-rated mm-hmm. bets I would make World Series-wise, uh, but when we did this a week ago and they were 8-1, to one, I think now might actually be the time where you'd look at them and say, or at least from an NL perspective, and I am mistaken. Sense. They're rolling him back a out Strider there. Strider back out there in a with a 9-1 lead. With 91 pitches. That seems that seems interesting. We already know he's going to be uh, – the innings yeah. limit is going to be a thing for Strider, yeah, that's, so that's interesting. Yeah, that is quite interesting that they would choose to do that. Um, Cardinals up 5-0. Goldschmidt adds a home run in that one. Three RBI for him, up to 81 on the season for Goldschmidt. Man. And kind of under the radar, 3-32 – 413, 613 slash line for Goldschmidt on the season. I mean, a legitimate, legitimate should be like one of those guys where we're going like, you have a year like this, this guy's the MVP. Like, no doubt about it, right? But, uh, you know, a little bit of question around that still, but Goldschmidt just just continuing to crush the baseball and continuing to, to produce runs as well. I mean, up to 81 RBI on the season. It's pretty good. Not bad. And yeah. look, there are all the questions. Oh, wasn't vaccinated, missed the Toronto mm-hmm. series. Will that hurt him in the betting markets? And it hasn't really. They, they got to split anyway in that series. Goldschmidt putting up uh, incredible, incredible numbers. For, for what it's worth as well, uh, Toronto gets two pretty big insurance runs in the top say. of the ninth. Danny Jansen, two-run base hit that, uh, that gets it down there. So 3 nothing to the bottom of the ninth there in Tampa yeah, Bay. It was a little blooper. The center fielder made it, mm-hmm. tried to make a diving attempt for it and just couldn't come up. Couldn't get there. Yeah. No dice. No dice. No, no dice. dice. No dice on that one. Yeah. I um I looked six nothing. I was so happy to go and check the box score for the Orioles. And it's uh he does have a sacrifice fly. Mount Cat. Hey man, a run's a run. But six one bottom fifth now. No no homer, no double, no nothing. No, most just profitable, fly. most profitable team in major league baseball on the money line. Dogs again tonight. Against hey, a pitcher wait. who had a near like near like six ERA, I want to say for the uh, the starter tonight in uh, in Spencer Howard there for Texas. More just cashing more tickets through five innings Baltimore. too. Old, old Cutter Crawford, that Cutter man, you gotta watch Cutter out for Crawford. it. Only giving up one earned against the, the the potent Houston Astros. Six Ks for him through five innings as well. So he has been able to handle what is one of the one of the best lineups in all of baseball, and uh, you know. I've been saying it all season long, man. You go up, with, go up against Cutter and his Cutter. You got to have the right batters up there to get it done. And Matt clearly, it's just not working out tonight. Christian Javier, obviously uh, doing well as well. Consider we're talking about a one-one game here. Five innings for him, three hits, yeah. one walk, six Ks for Christian Javier. Uh, three eighteen ERA on the season for him. Was the was the Astros good. one of your power ranked? Oh, they were my number one. Yeah, they were my number one. I had Astros were one. Padres were two, and this they were at twenty-two to one at the mm. time. Mariners made my list at fifty to one at the time. I still thought they had an outside shot at Soto as well. Uh, I believe the the Mets snuck into that list as number four at plus up seven fifty. And uh, I actually I think I threw the White Sox were in fifth just because I was like if they fire Tony La Russa, I still feel like that team has. And I also assumed they would do something at the deadline. Mm-hmm. Didn't do anything. So I'm kind of ready to punt now on the White Sox. That was th- those were my five. I I still feel pretty good about four of those right now. I, yeah. don't know, I don't know who your five would be, but that, that was my list at least. Yeah, I mean, it's it. I think pretty close to the same. I mean, I, I've just been down on the white side. I hate LaRusso's manager. I think he yeah. is – I think the game's passed him by. I think this 
what very weird 180 that's happened with Lucas Giolito is another thing that has me kind of down on this team. I mean, mm-hmm. listen, as good as Dylan Cease has been all year long, you have if you're if your second best pitcher is Johnny Cueto, then things are things are interesting. Right. You know, and so it does not sound like Larusa is going anywhere anytime yeah. soon. Even though we saw him yesterday falling asleep in the first inning. See that shot? Yes, it's like something it's something new every every day with this guy. Uh, by the way, Taylor Walls, leadoff homer off Jordan Romano, bottom of the ninth for the Rays. So good thing the good thing the Blue Jays got those two runs of insurance. Uh three one there for Toronto uh in Tampa. Just wanted to close the show with this, Matt, real real quick here, because believe it or not, we have football that can be bet on in the NFL on Thursday. Yes. Now, I've, I have never bet on the NFL game. preseason game, and I will, probably never will. But the uh, some some movement here. First, a lot of movement last night on the Jaguars. Raiders were about a two-point favorite most spots. Got, gets bet down to a pick em. Then the Jaguars today announced uh, no Trevor Lawrence, no Travis Etienne. We're going to get the fabled Jake Luton starting at quarterback. Yeah, no C.J. Beathard either. Mo- so, no yeah. C.J. Beathard either. Uh, and we'll refresh our, uh, our our game boards here. Nice to see the old South Point game boards back up, by the way, because the Raiders are now back up to a two, two-and-a-half point favorite in the market. So we're getting moves galore, and this total has been bet down from 32-and-a-half to 30-and-a-half. Kelly, what's going on here? What are, what are people doing? We already knew nobody would play. Why would why would we now just be betting an insanely low under already? I, I just, yeah, I don't know. Hilarious. But we'll definitely spend a day, uh, you know, handicapping uh, this this week or next week, going over, I guess, preseason stra- betting strategies or lack thereof. I think it would be more cautionary tales than than anything. But there, I mean, there are definitely there are angles. There yeah. are angles to be had. And look, we've got guys on this network. Matt humans, I mean, year in and year out, usually turns a profit betting NFL preseason. I will, I'll give them credit there. So, I mean. Look, there's, there are there are definitely shows in this network that will cover it probably more than we do, but I think we can definitely at least dive in and, and give some tips uh, of what for what people should look out for to bet on and look out for to maybe avoid. Considering that also this is the one game, the Hall of Fame game, where literally nobody will play because this is not this is a separate week yeah. in the preseason. That's that's even more. And then they pull him. And they pulled Strider, uh, thirteen <laughs> strikeouts, career high. It's just- 90 gets a so 90, odd to roll him back out there. 98 then, pitches. Yeah. I'm, I know. 9 1 game. I'm kind of with you on that. Maybe they wanted to give him, they gave him a big standing ovation leaving. I don't know. Is so Raiders, Raiders by two touchdowns? Is that what you're, that's what you're saying here? Uh, 30, 31 17 or something. Yeah. This game this game goes over in the first half. It, hey. it is amazing. 30 and a half. And I'm like, I can't imagine betting the over. Like, I just, I have no, would Jake have no Luton. Jake Luton. He's appearing in an NFL game, man. Tune in. We'll be Tune we'll be, we'll be giving you all of our thoughts. Every year I watch <laughs> live play by game. play on yeah. primetime action. <laughs> I watch night. it for the first like five minutes and then I'm like oh, I can't. Yeah. I just I, I watch the first series and I'm out. Speaking of that, we're out on primetime action. Thank you so much for watching for the whole crew. Matt Brown, I'm Ben Wilson. It is the nightcap coming up next year on Vsin the Sports Betting Network. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.